0: Hi, we're now on our part two of our series, Inspiring Lessons from Bible Characters. And today we're going to continue the life of Joseph. Last week, we talked about how Joseph was the favorite and that favoritism can destroy you. We also said last week that you should never compare yourself with others. Today, I'm going to start part two of our series, about Joseph. We're going to entitle this Joseph, Prince of Egypt. Let me just go back. You know, I was reading here, I love stories. I love stories of people in the Bible, they're like bibliographies, they're like true stories that happened thousands of years ago that we can still glean on and learn from. And this is a story of humble beginnings. This is a story of a calling that God has for the the life of Joseph just as he has called you to a certain calling in your life. So the story of Joseph began in Genesis 37. And the guy had a pretty tough life. I'm going back and reminiscing on the life of Joseph. Joseph went through terrible times. Joseph had a life that was testings, testings. There's so many, so many challenges. So many ups and downs, so many hills and valleys. Maybe that sounds like the life you're experiencing today. That was the life of Joseph. It says here in Genesis 37, Jacob lived in the land where his father had stayed, the land of Canaan. Jacob was the father of Joseph. Joseph had 11 half-brothers and one half-sister. Joseph was the youngest Of Jacob's and and Rachel. He was the youngest son and he was the favorite. Today we're gonna continue continue on when he was thrown in the pit or in the cistern. So when Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped him of his robes, the brothers, the ornate robe he was wearing. The ornate robe was a gift from his dad to him. They tore his robe. And they took him and threw him into a cistern, into a pit, because of jealousy, because of envy. The cistern was empty. There was no water in it. As they sat down to eat their meal, they looked up and saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead. Their camels were loaded with spices, balm, and myrrh, and they were on their way to take them down to Egypt. So Judah said to his brothers, What will we gain if we kill our brothers and cover up his blood? Think about this. They were planning, they were plotting to kill their youngest brother. This wasn't wasn't just hatred. This was going to be murder. And they decided not to kill him, but instead sell him to the Ishmaelites and not lay our hands on him. After all, they said, he's our brother, our own flesh and blood. So the brothers agreed. This was how terrible the situation was when siblings' relationships are not healthy. Siblings wanted to destroy him, kill him, in fact. Have you been in that situation where he was your brother is not doing anything, but because of envy and jealousy, you want to kill your brother? This was the situation of David. Instead, they threw him in the pit. They threw him there. And not only throw him there, they sold him to slavery, to the Ishmaelites. His father was told that he was killed by a wild animal. How can somebody do that? To lie to your father. Tell your father that he's already dead, killed by wild animals. But instead, he was sold as a slave. Have you ever been in a situation that you can't control? Have you been in a situation where... Injustice was done to you. You don't deserve it, but someone did you wrong. Have you experienced that? Sometimes you begin to question God. Maybe you're in a situation where you don't understand what's going on. What is this happening, God? I didn't do anything to these people. Maybe you're experiencing that, where injustice was done to you. Now, Joseph had been taken down to Egypt. Again, Joseph didn't want to be taken down to Egypt. He was living a life in Canaan, but here he was taken to a place he hasn't been to before. He was sold as a slave to Potiphar, an Egyptian who was one of Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard. He bought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him there. I was just imagining, you know how they sell slaves? They check you, they check whether you're strong. Okay, he's worth another 10 years. He's a strong lad. He has nice teeth. know sold but you know what the second verse tells us the lord was with joseph the lord was with joseph even during your hardest times even during the times of well you know where you don't know what's happening and so much injustice was done to you or maybe it's a time of testing the lord was with joseph the lord never departed him departed from him the, the Lord was always with him. So when the Lord was with him, even when he was a slave, he prospered and he lived in the house of the Egyptian master Potiphar. When his master saw that the Lord was with him, see even, even unbelievers saw that there's something different about this Joseph. Something is different because God was with him and that the Lord gave him success in everything he did. As a slave, he did well. Instead of grumbling and complaining, he became a good steward. He became responsible. He did his job well under Potiphar. Joseph found favor in his eyes and became his attendant. He was only a a slave. He was an attendant. But he didn't complain. He didn't grumble. Whatever situation you're in, maybe God wants you there for a season. Okay? But be responsible. So because he was a good steward of the things that was given to him, and Potiphar saw this, Potiphar put him in charge of his entire household, and he entrusted to his care everything he owned. What trust, right? Even as a slave, he did well. From the time he put him in charge of his household and all of that he owned, the Lord blessed the household of the Egyptian because of Joseph. You can be anywhere. You can be in the lowest position, lowest place in your life. But if you continue doing what God wants for your life, God's going to bless you. The blessing of the Lord was on everything Potiphar had, both in the household and even in the field. So Potiphar left everything to Joseph's care. Joseph was in charge. He did not concern himself with anything except the food that he ate. My first point, in any difficult situation that you have, any difficult situation, God is still with you. God will never leave you. Now, Joseph was well built and handsome. Okay, sometimes that's a problem, guys. How many of you here watching, you're handsome. And not only that, you're well built. Okay, maybe I'm talking to you right now. And that became a problem. And after a while, his master's wife, Potiphar's wife, took notice of Joseph and said, Come to bed with me. Here you find that he was being tempted. One day he went to the household to attend his duties, and none of the servants was there. Potiphar's wife caught him by his cloak and said, Come to bed with me. But he left his his cloak in her hand and ran out of the house. When she saw that he had left his cloak in her hand and had run out of the house, house, servants look she said to him this hebrew has been brought to us to make sport of us or you know was trying to flirt with me he was trying to say he came in here to sleep with me but i screamed she turned the story around in fact it was her that was seducing joseph my next point even in a difficult situation when you're tempted run flee in difficult In a difficult situation, don't compromise. Don't compromise. Here was the story. So when his master heard the story of his wife, this is how you you slave are going to treat me? I took care of you, he said. He burned with anger. Joseph's master took him and put him in prison, the place where the king's prisoners were confined. Again, the first part, he was thrown in a pit, the letter P. The second part of his life, He was in Potiphar's household. Now he is in prison. After everything that he has done, again, unjustly accused. Again, blamed for something that he did not do. He did not deserve. Have you experienced that? He was framed by his boss's wife because he refused to sleep with her and was thrown into prison. Again, he was accused unjustly, right? Life's not fair. Life is not fair. Have you heard that before? Life is not fair. You you get what you don't deserve. You do things, you do the right thing, and yet things happen. Guys, it happens in this life. Even to this day, these things happen. But how should we respond when these things happen? When unjust decisions are happening? When things that are not you know, we're, we we don't deserve it, but we got it. Life is not fair. And sometimes I tell myself that. Life's not fair, right? We go into that position. But Joseph, he did grumble. He didn't complain. He went into prison. You know, if I were Joseph, I'd probably be questioning God at this point. But the story goes on. It says, by while Joseph was there in prison, the Lord was with him. He was with him when he was in the pit. He was with him when he became a slave. He was still with him when he was in prison. And he showed him kindness and granted him favor in the eyes of the prison warden. See, you know, you may be down there. You may be in a place that looks so impossible. But God's, not, God's always with you. So you know what? Because he was such a good steward and such a good prisoner, the warden put Joseph in charge of all those held in the prison. And he was made responsible again for all that was done to, to there in the prison. See, even with the slightest thing, people will notice you if you begin to do what God wants you to do. The warden paid no attention to anything under Joseph's care because the Lord was with Joseph. And even in prison, he gave him success. whatever he was doing. So in a difficult situation, in a difficult time in your life, even if you're in a difficult situation, okay, be a good steward and do God's will. Do God's will for your life. Don't quit doing what God wants you to do. Continue doing what God wants you to do. Even at the darkest, lowest point of Joseph's life, God was with him. He found favor in the eyes of the warden because he did not complain, but instead he was a good steward of whatever was given to him. And then the next story. While he was in prison, okay, I'm not going to read all the verses because they're kind of long. You know, there was a cupbearer and a baker that was also in prison with him. At the same time, they were Pharaoh put these two guys in prison with him. The same prison where Joseph was confined. So the chief cup bearer told Joseph his dream. In my dream, I saw, I saw a vine in front of me. And there were three branches, he said. And it, there's a cluster of grapes that ripen. Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grape, squeezed, the, squeezed it on Pharaoh's cup, and put the cup in his hand. And then he says, oh, what does this mean, Joseph? And you know, Joseph could interpret dreams. Basically, what he said was, in three days, you're going to go back to your position and they'll release you. Okay, when the baker heard the good news, he said, you know what, Joseph? I too have a dream. And my dream was on my head were three baskets of bread. And top of the basket were all kinds of baked goods from Pharaoh, but the birds were eating them out of the basket in my head. And then Joseph said, in a nutshell, in three days from now, they're going to kill you. Okay, and the birds will eat away your flesh. Wow. Wow. That's sad. Two dreams, different interpretation. Now, on the third day, it was Pharaoh's birthday, so he gave a feast. Okay, so you know what he did? He called for the cupbearer in three days, exactly as Joseph was saying, and he was restored as the chief cupbearer. But the other guy, the chief, uh, the baker, just as Joseph said, okay, he for you know he he was gotten back, and he said. This guy should die. And they killed him. Wow. Very accurate. Okay. But before the chief cupbearer left the prison, Joseph said, please, tell Pharaoh, remind him of me. But you know what? The chief cupbearer forgot about Joseph. So he stayed for another two years. In his mind, probably thought, I'm going to be here forever. He was thinking that. Think about this. Did God forget you? Have your prayers been unanswered? Are all your prayers in the past neglected or ignored by God? Let me just remind you, God is God. He knows where you are. He knows your situation. His timing is different from our timing. Remember, I was just thinking, wow, what if he was released earlier? Right? Right? And then a few, two full years passed. Two years. Think about it. He was in prison for two years. Then Pharaoh had a dream. And basically, he called on Joseph. He said, I remember there's this guy, there's this prisoner, Joseph, our slave. He interprets dreams. And he talks about the cows that were ugly. And and that Joseph interpreted that dream saying that there's going to be seven years of plenty. And then after the seven years of plenty, there's going to be seven years of lack. And when all the magicians and the wise men of Egypt couldn't interpret the dream, Pharaoh found out that Joseph was the one who can do this. He interpreted the dream of, uh, of Pharaoh. And then, because he was so accurate, and he felt like this, this interpretation is the right thing, you know what happened? Joseph was assigned by Pharaoh the second in command of the entire Egypt. He was it was only Pharaoh who was the most the highest in authority. Next to him was Joseph. From pit to Potiphar to prison and straight to palace to the palace. He was now in authority think about that god knew what he was doing even when joseph was 17 years old as a as a, a shepherd boy he already knew that one day this guy would be the prince of egypt and true enough they you know egypt they saved seven years when they had money and when the seven years of starvation and drought came they were able to survive the drought because Joseph heard from God. And this is amazing. God orchestrated the events in Joseph's life. God was there all the time. Even in your most difficult situation. Okay? Even there, God can promote you. God can prosper you. Joseph's valleys and difficulties today later on, years later, brought glory and honor to God. Look at your life today. Imagine your life. I know you're going through some hard times. I know the situations look bleak. I know sometimes you question God, and we may grumble and complain. I do. But you know what keeps me going? I realize God is in control. I've been through a lot, too, in my life. A lot of injustice has been done to me. A lot of things happened to me, mistakes. But you know what? At the end, God is with me and God is with you. So let this be an encouragement to you watching today. God's got you, even during the hardest time. He knows we need those for us to mature, for us to get to the next level. I believe Joseph's life is a life that is so inspiring that we can glean and learn lessons from that and we can apply in our own very lives.